the floodgates are now open. NFL free agency has now begun. Deals oh are flying God, in and off oh the shelf right now. It's God, like a oh limitless library God. of resources flying this off is, the roof. No, this is more like an unlimited pile of hell that we've all received. And one big move is still, still not made. Even though there were rumblings over the last few days, a specific quarterback is still looking for his new home. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Okay, okay. You know what? I, I, I'm just gonna. I, I, we're just gonna take it from here. It's downtown sports. It's Mountain Beast. Listen. Um, brought to you by Digital Market Battles, best marketing agency. Fill your company's pipeline. High value leads. will They'll meet your conversion goals no matter what. www.digitalmarketbattles.com. Get your discovery call done today. What the hell? Yeah. We've. Uh, it, it, this sounds like a wait all over again. 2008. Oh, yeah. What a wonderful year where Brett Favre came from the Packers. Yeah, this is the song I'm inventing because it's happening again. Yeah, only and now it's with the guy who succeeded Favre. Now he's going to the team to wade out into the sun to kind of fade out into the sunset on a great NFL career. So we went to the time. Other teams are making moves all around the Jets right now. Yeah. So basically here's what we have, ladies and gentlemen, we went from the Jets going to get the last green Bay star quarterback who uh, grabbed people in locker rooms who he wasn't supposed to touch to the this time, Green Bay star quarterback who was immunized. Remember the immunization? Oh. Oh. He was immunized. Mm. And uh, he goes on darkness retreats. Yeah, he went to a dark And he does self-administered ketamine therapy. Somehow that doesn't violate doping rules. No. 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 no, no. Well, here's where we are right now. We're in a land of the we're in a land of the uh, crazy circus, the Johnson Circus. It's well, the Johnson and Johnson Circus, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, at the same time, I mean, uh, wasn't Rogers against pharmaceutical companies as well? And now he's joining an owner that is with Johnson and Johnson. But anyways, Aaron Rodgers appeared earlier this afternoon on the Pat McAfee show. Oh, that's that's just that we're th- waiting. Th- this for all is the this, answers. this, this does not make it any better. Well, well, Rogers had this to say, you know, he, he did mention this. He uh, basically had said uh, by fr- at least as far back as Friday, he want he wants to play for the Jets. So Rogers said he wants to be a Jet. All right. Yeah. He said it. OK, he's not sugarcoating it. One thing about Rogers, he won't sugarcoat things like that. He'll say he'll say it when he's good and ready to say what he needs to say. Now, before all that, before he went on his little darkness retreat, he was 90% sure he was going to retire. He was a 90-10 on retiring compared to playing another season. And we were just waiting on Aaron. That's what the Jets' plan was. Because, of course, uh, you know, anything involving the New York Jets has to be the biggest clown show in the history of the planet. Then you had all the media people who were putting up phony baloney reports that, oh, well, Rodgers is going to be a Jet now. It's going to happen. Rodgers is here. Uh, people like Trey Wingo would say, oh, Rodgers is going to be a Jet. Then a few hours later, deal's not officially made. Deal's not in set in stone yet. Adam Schefter starts saying some things. Rodgers, they're still talking. Uh, things are looking good here. And Only thing that's holding it back is what the Packers are willing right. to. Trade yeah, so basically trade what the Packers want. It's trade compensation. That's all it is. Compensation and trades. Some rumors were the Packers wanted the Jets to give up a couple of first-round draft picks. Uh, I don't think the Jets are going to dare to go that avenue. I, I mean, Joe Douglas oh is going to have to really hash out something to really avoid giving up a first any first-round picks. But okay, fine, pay them. Here's the sad part. Yeah, but here's the you want you part. want two first-rounders. Fine, pay them. Pay Aaron. Here's the here's the deal though. Rodgers is the contract Rodgers is currently under with Green Bay is about fifty-eight million dollars for this remaining year on his contract. Yeah. And there's also uh it came with an exercised opt-out trade, opt-out clause, where basically from now until September first, Green Bay can kind of drag the Jets' feet until Rod until they're finally ready to deal Rodgers. So technically, Green Bay can just stall and stall and stall. Yep. And stall. Yep. Until but so September can the Jets. First. 
but so could the Jets. Yeah. Well, maybe that's assuming that's assuming if we are dealing with intelligent people, which I do, we are just not from the top to the bottom. Didn't Mr. Murphy even hint Rogers was, you know, he would, he would like Rogers to come back, but he kind of sold the idea that he's not going to come back. I'm so sick of this crap. I mean, uh, we are, it, we are it, all Jet fans sick of it. We Jets have been, look, I'm not a Jet fan, but you, you know what? <laughs> this, this is the futility we Jet fans, uh, and I share this with all my fellow Jet Nation fans. We have to deal with this every day. This Every is week. almost as bad as it was when the Will Ponds owned the Mets and Cirque du Soleil was right outside of City Field. That, that that this is how bad it's become. Uh, the Jets were at least a little better than the Will Pondian Mets. Yeah, because now we have competent people actually running the organization. No, you don't. No, Douglas. That's is a your lot more problem. Than Mike Tannenbaum and John Adam Gaze hired him, and no, Mike Tannenbaum actually was semi-competent. He was semi. He didn't know anything about talent. My Tannenbaum knew nothing about talent. Yet the team was actually. Yet the team was filled with it at a bargain basement price and was winning playoff games. I mean, you're winning some. Is this 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 Jet team ever going to win a playoff game? So all because as long as Robert Sala is the head coach. All because you're connecting Joe Douglas to Adam Gase. That's why you you don't trust Joe Douglas. I I don't like. Sometimes you know the curse of Adam. When John Idzik chose to not spend money, and then the Jets all of a sudden have, have all this money to spend on players and, and get those pieces in the draft that they need, you weren't blaming John Idzik after that, right? You just, you know, you were critical of him because he didn't spend money, right? No, I sort of understood what the Jets were doing. Like, I was kind of the one telling you guys to hold the hell on. You're going to be fine. Okay. Your team just stinks. Deal with it. Um, oh. as, long, as long as Todd Bowles was your goal. But you actually managed to make a downgrade in head coach from Todd Bowles. I don't know how you do that, but th- th- this is what you've gotten with Robert Sala. But, yeah, but at least, okay, but at least coming from what we've, what the media was trying to spill out there, it's not Aaron Rodgers that was holding up this trade. Aaron Rodgers said it himself. He's not holding up any trade. Yeah, sure. I believe him. Doing it. Yeah, Aaron sure. Rodgers. I believe him. All right. And then the whole wish list. He was, he, he was immunized. Remember, whole, he was immunized. And then about the whole uh, wish list. That is that true worse. or not? I mean, but he was immunized. Remember? No. So who's telling the truth? Who's telling a lie? Who's on first? Who the hell knows? Let me just explain how ridiculous this all is. So we go from Derek Carr flies to New York yep, to uh, visit with the Jets and is so wowed. By the Johnsons, loves the Jets facility, thinks the roster and talent is great, goes and signs with New Orleans. Yep. That's we're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo. It was another reason we were maybe not going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he goes where Carr used to be. He went to Las Vegas, and now he's going to play under Josh McDaniels, three years, $67.5 million. And then during this whole time, what did the Jets do in their coaching staff? Who do they hire for their offensive coordinator? Bring in Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, another good buddy of Robert Sala's, right? And also somebody Aaron Rodgers really respects, and he loved playing for Hackett and had some of his best numbers under Nathaniel Hackett. Wait a minute, wait a minute, but 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 but, but I, I, I can't believe you're not seeing the duality here. I really can't believe it. So you're bringing in a coach to run your offense because – a great quarterback said to, but the last time he ran an offense with a great quarterback was last season in Denver with Russell Wilson he was and coach, not an offensive coordinator. That's you know those are two very different professions. But it's being obvious what he was brought there coach. to do. You know the term, some people are just not cut out to be a head coach. I I, I want that to sink in. So I have a question. Where's Adam Gaze's uh, NFL uh, offensive coordinator position? Yeah, well, he's not offense. He's not in the NFL right now. Is Adam Gaze now, is he? He's not not coaching with any football team that I know of. Exactly, because he embarrassed himself very, very terribly. Um, I can't actually – Hackett is the only coach that, my God, one season gone – um, I think the only other coach that I think in recent memory that we've seen that was that badly fired was McAdoo after uh, he benched Eli Manning after 
making the playoffs year one. But, I mean, you bring in Nathaniel Hackett on the word of Aaron Rodgers because that was your play from day damn one. That means the Jets were not interested in Derek Carr. They flew him out there for nothing. They weren't interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. They hired Nathaniel Hackett because they thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers. They still wanted to go through the motions. You still go through the motions of let's sit down with a guy, let's see what he has. Yeah, let's waste his time. Yeah, let's waste the free agent's time, not all for Woody Johnson wanted to have a competent Woody Johnson wanted to have a very competent quarterback that knew what he was doing, right? But then you hired Nathaniel Hackett. So Russell Wilson's a very competent quarterback that knew what he was doing, and then he was coached by Nathaniel Hackett. Is it always the coach's fault? Why are we had a bad year? You Mm -hmm. brought in another quarterback whisperer recommended by a great quarterback. Look, well, I love Peyton Manning. He's a wonderful quarterback. Adam Gaze was not the best coach he ever okay. worked with. I don't care. Okay, well, you know, you have to sometimes, uh, every football team, unfortunately, you have to do this sometimes, is take a calculated gamble. That's yeah, what if you do don't sometimes. get Aaron Rodgers? Which, by the way, Jet fans, I don't care how much they say it's a done deal. It still ain't done. Even at 39 years old, he's an He's a franchise alternating quarterback. Even at 39 years old, he's still. Yes, he could alternate your franchise completely into the toilet for the next 10 years, like Brett Favre did the Jets. Well, the hope is that Zach Wilson is going to sit behind a real veteran, learn the offense from him, learn a few things from Rodgers, and then he'll take over the football team when Rodgers leaves. Except the Packers are probably asking for Zach Wilson in the trade, and that's what's probably holding it up. They're going to commit to Jordan Love to start. I guarantee you they're going to commit to Jordan Love to start, but they're asking for Zach Wilson in the package, and the Jets don't want to give him up. I I bet you that's what's going on. I will be stunned if they're asking for Zach. I don't. I never heard any rumblings that they're going to ask for Zach. I'll be who's backing up. Who's backing up for the Packers? Right now, it's going. They may have to. Maybe they'll draft a kid out of college. They may have maybe sign another veteran. Oh, to threaten Jordan Love? No, you take the worst quarterback in the NFL from last season, Zach Wilson, and you put him behind uh, Love. So this way, Love doesn't feel threatened. But you got somebody there because you want to make sure that Jordan Love, you know, has a little bit of something nipping at his heels, and the Packers need to have somebody to go to if Jordan Love is a complete bust. Because we have no idea what Jordan Love is. By the way, Jordan Love did not play well when he uh, was in place of Aaron Rodgers, unlike when Aaron Rodgers would play when Brett Favre got hurt, Aaron Rodgers would play better. So um, this is a completely different situation. The Packers are definitely looking to back themselves up at quarterback. Well, the Jets Um, have to do the same because they don't have Mike White anymore. He went to Miami. And that's why the Jets want to keep Zach Wilson. That would be the only thing that I think could be holding up this trade. You can't tell me that the Jets are not willing to give up first-rounders. If you're getting Aaron Rodgers, you're going all in for the Super Bowl right now. Which, unfortunately, they won't get because they got the wrong damn head coach. They should have let him go. But, you know, we're just going to roll. We're we're just the Jets, and we're just going to roll those dice. And this is apparently how the Johnsons like to run their business. And in the meantime, other playmakers, even as we're speaking right now, are signing with other teams right now. In fact, a couple just went down before we even came on the air just now. I'm not even kidding when I say it. Oh, great. Good. All right. I could literally go through a whole list of some of these additions that have been made and where they are moving. Some have stayed within their division and some have left. Oh, is Aaron Rodgers' wish list still available? Well, as of right now, the Jets already got Lazard. Randall Cobb, Jets are still trying to make a move for him, probably for Mercedes Lewis as well. And Odell Beckham is still not signed. We did have some shocking releases. One of the big ones, Dallas Cowboys cut Ezekiel Elliott. Kind of an interesting decision, but, you know, Elliott had kind of been wearing down over the last couple of years. So that means they've so that means they've pretty much committed to their signing to their signing to be their top back. They put the franchise tag on him for that. Yeah, so they cut Zeke. Yeah, they cut Zeke. So now I know a team that could use a veteran running back to back up a bright young star. I know one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Did they wear green uh they might have a ketamine-induced quarterback soon. Oh, the Jets. Well, I mean, I'm not saying Elliott wouldn't be a decent fit, but the Jets already have. Uh, they already have Brees Hall. They have Zonovan Knight. They have and some Dallas. And Dallas up. still has to pay a lot of the guaranteed money left on the Zeke deal. So if the Jets picked them up, they could pick them up for a straight million bucks, and you could cut a guy like. 
like uh, Zai Johnson or uh, Tevin Coleman, well, and Ty then Johnson, you have yeah. possibly you could. I mean, Tevin Coleman, eh, he's kind of getting up there. So well, what I'm saying is, then you could have a backfield of Brees Hall, Ezekiel Elliott, and uh, Bam Knight. I'd say three-headed monster. Yeah, and this much. Zeke wouldn't even have to go in for more than like ten or eleven plays. Well, unfortunately, that might be the avenue Jets have to go because a couple of running backs have just flown off the board. Just now, Carolina acquired Miles Sanders, so Miles Sanders will join Carolina, a team that's going to have the number one draft pick now after giving up DJ Moore to the Bears, and now they're looking to draft their quarterback at the number one spot. Possibly well, could be Stroud, perhaps that they draft. Who knows? It could be Stroud. Um, however, don't think that Darnold doesn't still have that job sort of unlocked because one of the he was the only players. one that was able to actually play. Uh, about Sam Darnold, uh, he's no longer a Carolina Panther. No, he left. He's going to the 49ers for one year. So now he's going to join Kyle Shanahan's system and play in a West Coast offense. Oh, so he's going to be backing up whoever is backing up. Could be Purdy, could be Trey Lance. One of them too, perhaps. Maybe Darnold will get the starting job. Who knows? At least he'll have the, if that if that were to happen, you might say Darnold, but all of a sudden, after Brock Purdy takes them almost to the Super Bowl, and then Trey Lance, all this talk, they signed Sam Darnold. All of a sudden, the starter is Sam Darnold. Mm. My God, it's like Geno Smith redemption story two point the Saints have added Jamal Williams to their running to their running game along with Alvin Kamara, three year deal. Oh, so that's yeah, Jamal oh. Williams. Oh, so that means draft neither of them on fantasy. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. The Giants have made a move getting, uh, but the Giants will get a new linebacker in Bobby Okereke. They also acquired Darren Waller from the Las Vegas Raiders. So now Daniel Jones will have a big tight end to throw the football to now a key weapon that he didn't have. Yeah, and do you know what else really just upsets me about this whole situation? What? Giants could have went and got Zeke for nothing. Maybe they still won't go out. No, they won't. They don't have no more cap room. No more cap room for this team. We still didn't improve at wide receiver. I think the Giants are banking on possibly getting Beckham Jr. back. Um... If I were the Giants, that's what I'd do. He never played better than when he was a Giant. Never. He even admitted he never had as much fun playing football as he did when he was uh, playing with the Giants. Also, uh, Austin Eckler wants out of L.A. Maybe that's another running back the Giants could uh, make a little flyer on. No, 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 no. They wouldn't be able to pay a guy like Austin Eckler. Are you kidding me? Eckler can catch the ball out of the backfield. They wouldn't be able to pay him. They wouldn't be able to pay someone like him. You know why? Because if you were going to keep Daniel Jones, you should have just took the player option. Now you have to pay him damn near $50 million where you could have paid him 26. And you franchise tagged Saquon Barkley. And you also are trying to make sure you can lock him up to a contract at some yeah. point. Yeah. So basically, the Giants are. And in a way, a lot of people might say this is premature of them to do, to do because mm-hmm. let's be real, the Jets were further along in the development process than the Giants were. At least that's what we thought. Mm-hmm. Now that you get Sterling Shepard back, if you sign Odell Beckham Jr. and get another running back in here that can, you know, be on par with Barkley. You got something here, but now you are handicapped by having to pay that quarterback so much freaking money that it's going to be impossible to get rid of him if that was a one-year aberration. It's going to be impossible to trade that contract no matter what you'd want to do. Um and you literally cost yourself $30 million because you wanted to see what Daniel Jones had left in the tank. You could have just been a part of this, the rest of this quarterback competition like everybody else. You could have just released Jones or did whatever. But no, you re-signed him. You had him change agents, get a lot more money than he ever should have gotten. Like... If you'd be paying Daniel Jones like $34 million a year, $35 million a year, I wouldn't care. Like that that that's fine. The fact that he's getting paid more money 
next year, then Pat Mahomes will be getting paid next year. Like, yes, the contract is longer for Mahomes, and it's yeah. the richest contract in the NFL. But Jones is getting $14 million more of those dollars immediately than Mahomes is. You know, Jones is still a little bit younger now. He, you know, he has a couple more years ahead of him than Patrick Mahomes does. Not by too much, but no. But you, you, do you understand the point I am trying to make? Patrick Mahomes is going to make almost fourteen million dollars a year less than Daniel Jones next year. Do you understand that Dak Prescott will make less than Daniel Jones next year? Do you understand that Joe Burrow? will make less when Lamar Jackson eventually signs somewhere. He will probably make less. Depends. Daniel Jones. Uh, kind of doing uh, the same game that Aaron Lamar is kind of playing the same game. Rogers is doing right now. So yeah, the only quarterbacks with more expensive contracts are um, Matthew Stafford, Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. I think those are the only two that make more money per year than Daniel Jones is making this year. There is no reason he gets paid that much money. There's no reason you're paying Jones almost $48 million. You could have paid him $26 million to keep him on for one more year if you really wanted to give him a good try. And hell, a $26 million a year backup with skill wasn't a bad idea you should have just took the stupid option on jones yeah. either freaking that's what any team does but no the new york giants do different things like expect to and to be honest nobody expected them to win so hell i think at the beginning of the year i said they were going to be a four-win team boy was i wrong and then then you had to resign the quarterback because you were as a giant fan, thinking I was maybe CJ Stroud would be yours because look, look at that roster. It was so bad. Saquon was going to be gone. Jones is going to be gone. Sterling Shepard, well, in, after this year, he'll probably be gone. You're going to have to have Daniel Jones raise up wide receiver skill levels well, every look, year. Look, well, look at what happened in East. The Philadelphia Eagles have had to unload so much of their team right now. They've lost quite a few of their defensive linemen. They just cut Darius Slade, one of their top cornerbacks. He was cut. And this is why parity exists in the NFL, because the NFL salary cap is so ridiculously low that it doesn't allow teams to stay bad. It just doesn't. Well, do you want, don't you like to have uh, even competition throughout the NFL? You want to have a team that just plays terrible for, for the rest of their career continue to be terrible? Don't you want to see a team come out of obscurity and you, be a good team again? Uh, I don't know. Uh, ask Patrick Creighton about the Houston Texans to see uh, how well parody in the NFL oh, works. Texans made some moves. They got D'Amico Ryans now. Okay, they're going to have a very solid guy coaching their football team. Very capable defensive coach. Can also maybe bring some good offensive people in here. And the Texans are going to be in a pretty good draft position to maybe get themselves a quarterback that could help with their future and building the team they have around them as well. It could yeah. happen. Except there's only one quarterback in that draft. That's worth it. And you say it's Stroud? Richardson's it's either... okay. Mm. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Young is okay. You don't like, you don't no, like well, Bryce Young is, I don't know. Does Bryce Young, uh, I, I was saying Bryce Young reads a lot like a Vince Young or a Tim Tebow to me, but. You, Will you Levis know. is not good for you? Will, Will Levis doesn't uh, jump out at you? Does this quarterback class even mirror the one where Trevor Lawrence came from or the one where uh, Josh Allen came from? We, we, we won't know that until we see these kids get drafted and see if they can take that step to being a leader on that football team. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll rephrase the question. I'll rephrase the question. Okay. Do please. we – does this quarterback draft class – get as much praise as the as those other classes that I mentioned did before the draft. It doesn't scream out at anyone. No, it doesn't scream out. Because when you look exactly. at it, yeah, because when you look at it really, okay, Carolina now needs to get a quarterback fine because they let Darnold go. They signed Andy Dalton now to take over in Darnold's spot for as at least a veteran quarterback if they – Well, then there you go. There's Darnold. your answer. All right, Andy Dalton's okay. I mean, that's a decent addition. And obviously, look, Carolina – 
has been making some upgrades. They got Miles Sanders. They got some pieces to boost up their offense. Uh, hell, they got Hayden Hurst as well. They they added a new tight end in Hayden Hurst. Agreed to a three-year deal with him. So he'll leave. And now he will stay within the South, but now he will go to Carolina. Give them a little boost at the tight end spot. Okay. So that Carolina cool. is Carolina is going to build through the draft. And they're yeah. going to get that quarterback to start things off. And they're going to put the pieces they need around their quarterback, whomever it is that they draft. And I'm going to draft DJ Moore for my for my fantasy league and win because DJ Moore is the only wideout the Bears have. You don't think that Darnell Mooney's, Darnell Mooney's not not good for you? You don't like Darnell Mooney? He's a decent I, I, wide receiver. Decent. Right? Decent. DJ Moore's a star. Okay. Mooney was a go-to target for Justin Fields last I checked. Hmm? Yeah. Next year, DJ Moore will – Average about like seven catches and 120. Well, Justin Fields is going to have to really show me that he can throw a football this year because now your security blanket at running back, he's gone. You you let go of David Montgomery. He went to the Lions. Khalil Herbert is not a bad back. Okay, he's a, well, a very good he's back. To, well, he's going to have to be the main back because Montgomery was doing all that heavy lifting for your offense behind Justin Fields. Well, when, when whenever Montgomery was hurt, I seem to remember Khalil Herbert going in and actually okay. not just holding the load, but pushing it forward, he too. Did some good things, yes. He did some pretty so, good things. So, yeah, you can let Montgomery go. And then all those draft picks that the Bears received for their number one pick, guess what that's all going to become? Probably more offensive pieces, maybe around. Oh, line. Well, that is going to become the brand new offensive line of the Chicago Bears because the Bears defense actually ain't half bad. The Bears always have had pride of themselves on, on a pretty solid defense. Yeah, but the O-line was their biggest problem because then Justin Fields is running all over the place, getting hit left and right, gets hurt. You need somebody to block him. You need blockers Look. in front of Fields. And remember, Justin Fields knows what the NFL is all about. He is a second-generation NFL player. He is the nephew of Lyle Overton, the former Dallas Cowboy punter. So he is a second-generation NFL player. This is not somebody who did not know what the league was or didn't have family in the league at some point. If you give somebody with that much knowledge of the game who has had family in the game, who has been schooled around the game, who knows nothing but football and if you ever read about justin fields all he does is eats sleeps drinks dreams football that's all he cares about it seems to be his only care in life so you give somebody like that an offensive line one running back and two wideouts you're gonna be just fine especially because his legs are better than jalen hurts and in the meantime going back to the afc east uh teams around there other than the jets they've made upgrades too like take uh, Miami, for instance. They added Jalen Ramsey to boost up their secondary. Oh, That's a big one. Oh, you boy. know how deadly that is, putting Jalen Ramsey in a Dolphins uniform. That might put the Dolphins on top of the division. Well, that might be see. the move that puts the Dolphins ahead of Buffalo. Well, and they got Mike White to be the guy behind Tua, should Tua be hurt. And then you have Mike White, a capable passing quarterback with a capable offense around And him. the Jets just keep. Keep pooping the bed. He signed a two-year deal. He only signed for two years. Two like, year. He got Mike White. York. I know. Look, Mike White is from Florida. I get it. He wanted to make this move for him. I am so happy for job. him Good. because he too. signed a two-year deal when last year no one even looked at him, and he signed for the league, and the Jets waited him out to sign him for the league minimum. He 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 pulled a nice one on the Jets right there. Now he's backing up to it. It's not going to be Teddy Bridgewater or any of these other people. You're going to have an actual Skyler quarterback that... that matter. Yeah, Skylar Thompson was even worse. Oh my god! Could you imagine if Mike White started for the Miami Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills in that Maybe playoff game? You know, I I wouldn't say that he couldn't start for them. He just might. Look, to his. Tua's brains got turned into like you know anchovy paste last year, so. The Dolphins did need a capable backup who could actually run an offense, and like, why it's that? Yeah, and now you have Rams, you have Jalen Ramsey on your secondary to be your shutdown corner. That really, the Dolphins uh, didn't really have a shutdown corner for quite some time. Well, now they do, and I'll tell you era, what, I'll be to see when him and Sauce trade barbs in the AFC East. That will be a kind of an interesting deal. Yeah, well, Jalen Ramsey running his mouth to Sauce, and then Sauce will probably run his mouth to Jalen Ramsey. 
Well, so they don't play together on the same field at the same time, but it would be kind yeah, of Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sauce is the best corner in the league. Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, please. There's not even doubt. No doubt. There, about there isn't a doubt about that. That's right. And he only gave up one touchdown. One. And that's he, over his entire career. Not to, not, I'm not I talking like, up, I thought he's never given up a touchdown. I thought he's given up zero. Well, he, no, 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 no. He gave up one this year, I thought. Oh, he did. Oh, he, he did? I don't think he, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe he did. We got to look that up, but I'm pretty sure he gave up one this year. Might not recall it, but I think it's in the stats. He did give up one. All right, we'll double check. However, that's throughout his entire career. I'm talking like name me the player that throughout their high school, college, and NFL career only had one touchdown given up by the end of their first year in the NFL. I don't think he can. There's never been one. There's never been one. Deal, you know, there is, but his name is Dion Sanders. Yeah, according to this, there was a yeah. You know, the multi-sport uh, athlete up against uh, New England is what I'm reading here from October of 2022. Yeah, yeah, of course, Belichick has to ruin and everything. He claps back after that touchdown was wrongly blamed on him, and he doesn't wow. even for giving up a touchdown. So, oh, so he's got pride and ego on him too. Well, again, that was from October. This is from Halloween. That's like we're going all the way back to Halloween with this one. And I know, but like Darrell Revis was all the, you know, uh, I understand what the officials say. So sauce. So, yeah. So he brings the sauce. Yeah. Okay. Great. The touchdown that he gave up to Jacoby Myers. Uh, they're, they're saying that sauce was the one that gave up that touchdown, even though, again, we can go with conflicting numbers and conflicting stats about maybe he didn't give it up, but. According to the stat sheet, he they gave say he it up. So we got a champ Bailey on our hands, basically, is what you're saying. A big corner with a big mouth. Great. Mm-hmm. This, so oh, hey, look, no, I when I say great, I mean great, because that's kind of the way Salah likes to run his defense. So good. At least you got something right. Yeah. But aside from letting my white go and this potential deal for Aaron Rodgers. Can you tell me what the Jets have done in free agency? Well, they added Alan Lazard, four-year deal, $44 million. I mean, oh, they get okay. one of Green Love Bay's him. guys. They got Alan Lazard. And uh, you know what? No, no, I, I, Lazard's going to be a nice addition. He's yeah. a capable blocking wide receiver. He can't be your number one receiver. He cannot be your number one receiver, though. He's not. It's no. Right now, our number one receiver is Garrett Wilson. Right now, Garrett Wilson's our guy, man. That's our main receiver that we're going to be getting that football to. But you know what? Alan Lazard is going to be a pretty solid wide receiver on the other end of the field. Good hands. He shouldn't be your. He shouldn't be your number two either. He needs to be your number three. He needs to be your slot receiver. Still, Randall Cobb's name is being mentioned. I know the Jets are trying to make a move for Randall Cobb to get a third receiver. Could you imagine they get on they get Aaron Rodgers' entire wish list and your starting quarterback is Zach Wilson? <laughs> well, again, well, well, maybe if you got Aaron Rodgers' wish list and your starting quarterback was Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson could actually win. Well, maybe, that maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're trying Aaron Rodgers and, and the Johnsons, they're pulling an elaborate ruse so they could trick the uh Joe Douglas into getting the players that would actually help him win. And then keep Zach Wilson. Maybe that's maybe that's the game. Remember, Rodgers and Wilson are friends. Yeah. Other than that, uh, you know, the Jets re-signed. Yeah, uh, they, they that's never. Reach, the Jets were able to reach a deal with Quincy Williams, keep him on their defense. Fine. They good. re-signed their kicker in Zerlin. Okay, fine. Uh, the Jets also uh, just completed a trade getting Chuck Clark from the Ravens. They gave up a seventh-round pick to get another piece on their defense. All right, Chuck Clark, that's, that's solid. You know, former Raven. Jets have had pretty – have had pretty solid success bringing former Ravens to their football team. It's happened. Ask Mark Scott. Ask uh, Jim Leonard. And yeah. Of course, you have uh, C.J. Mosley, former Raven mm-hmm. right there. Okay. Ask Joe Flacco. Okay, yeah. Oh, wait. No, that didn't Joe work. Joe Flacco really uh, – did he really pan out? Of, <laughs> really pan out that was a joke. That was a yeah. joke. Kind of like know, the whole – I know. I knew where you were going. Kind of like the whole conspiracy theory I just ran. But then again, it might happen. Where the Jets screw this up so badly that they got Aaron Rodgers' wish list and still can't complete the trade with Green Bay, and Zach Wilson ends up being your starter because you have no one else, not even Mike White, to turn to anymore. Well, right now, Green Bay is what's holding up this entire move of bringing Aaron Rodgers to New York, and Rodgers wants to be in New York. He said, "Remember, it. yeah, he was immunized. He said that too." Yeah, but he, you know, he went on the. It, he wouldn't Darkness have just gone on the Pat show unless he had something. He, unless he, Mark, uh, oh, oh, the Pat McAfee, like Pat McAfee, is any sort of better? 
Uh, him and Pat McAfee are are pretty good. Are pretty good compadres. You know, Aaron exactly. They were both immunized. And Pat McAfee has, uh, let's see, a couple of his old teammates that uh, produced the podcast with him, like, uh, oh, I don't know, AJ Hawk. That was another former That's Packer great. last I checked. That's great. That's great. That's great. That's right. all wonderful. Well, right now, the New York faithful is the New York Jets fans are looking at Aaron Rodgers to be that savior, to be that quarterback that they haven't had since Joe Namath. Yeah, now, he's 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 going to save you as much as being immunized. Save no, him. Namath has even hinted. He'll 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 gladly let Aaron Rodgers wear number twelve, his his retired number twelve, just because Rodgers will be a Jet. He's willing to go that avenue to let Aaron Rodgers wear his old number. Everything the Jets are doing is screaming, oh, "We're getting Aaron Rodgers! We're getting Aaron Rodgers!" So basically, Green Bay sees everything New York is doing, and says, "Okay." Um, you want Aaron Rodgers? Uh, give us your whole damn draft, and you know every backup quarterback. Well, I want every first rounder you have until the year twenty thirty. Like, well, well, that's exactly what this is is, is becoming right now. Both sides are waiting. Why wouldn't Green Bay do that? Why wouldn't both they sides do that? are waiting for one side to cave? That's what they're waiting for. They're waiting for someone to blink, and then they're going to get suckered in. All right, we're going to pay this. We're, we're, we're going to do it. Okay, give us Rodgers. Done. I love how you think it's a one-side versus one-side deal. It's not. It's the Jets versus the Packers versus Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers because that's said, literally what this has become. Um. Oh, yeah, Rodgers by the way. anything up. He's, are we sure? He's not holding, he's not holding up. But he was immunized, John. Okay, other than the immunized bit. The po- no, the point I'm trying to make is he's lied to everyone openly about more important matters. Th- th- this is the reason I keep saying that and I keep repeating that over and over like a freaking Pokemon. It's because of the fact that Aaron Rodgers has lied about important things such as this multiple times. Last year, remember, he was leaving Green Bay and then he was retiring and then he wasn't retiring and then... He went on another darkness retreat and had some ketamine therapy and stayed with the Packers. Who knows if he goes on a what if he goes on a uh, light retreat and does some Valium therapy? If he doesn't come back and say he wants to go play for the Houston Texans, who says that? that? Being that he said he he's he wanted he wants to play for the Jets and didn't say I'm sure, and no other team besides the Jets has even courted Rodgers for his services. No other team right now has really put their name in the ring saying, we want Rodgers. Exactly. The Jets are the only one because the Jets made it very, 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 very clear to everyone in the NFL that if Rodgers was going anywhere, he was going to New York. Therefore, the Green Bay Packers can hold the Jets up for compensation and take whatever they want from them. Or that could be just a very convenient excuse that Aaron Rodgers is making because he's deciding whether he wants to play for the Jets or to retire. Because if you look at the Jets' situation, Robert Sala is your head coach. Uh, You just hired Nathaniel Hackett, even though, yeah, Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett are great buddies. He had his best numbers under Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett just pooped the bed in Denver with Russell Wilson, you know, the guy that they constantly compare him to. He turned Blake Bortles into a playoff quarterback when he was with Jacksonville. For goodness sake. Bortles was not that bad. Well, a lot of other people around the league didn't think he was good either. I mean, I have no one said he was good, but Blake Bortles was not that bad. Nathaniel Hackett got the Jaguars on the cusp of a Super Bowl, for God's sakes. Okay. Didn't make it, but they were on the verge of a Super Bowl. Had a few things, maybe a few calls not gone against them here and there, but Nathaniel Hackett made Blake Bortles a decent quarterback. Okay, so he's a quarterback whisperer, is what you're saying. Once again, do we see the dualities? The Jets, even in 08, didn't they have a quarterback whisperer as an offensive coordinator then? Yeah, that was Adam Gase. No, that wasn't, you know, wait, that wasn't Gase. Oh, no, not Gase. I'm sorry. Excuse me, not Adam Gase. In 2008, didn't the Jets have some sort of guru offensive quarterback whisperer as the offensive coordinator? Uh, I'm trying to go back in time to 2008. My God, it seems like a lifetime ago when we go back to 2008. Oh, my goodness. Don't even say, don't, please don't say that. No. <laughs> please don't say that. No. That is a horrible thing to say. I, 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 I already wake up. I already wake up and feel old. I don't need to, I don't need to be reminded of it either. 
Oh, yeah. Well, if we're talking about Brian Schottenheimer. Who yes. was actually regarded as a quarterback whisperer. Yeah, well, you know. So I mean, you got a quarterback whisperer. Oh, yeah, Brian Schottenheimer. Who liked Brian Schottenheimer? I no, remember. He went, to, he went on to help uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle for a time. As I remember. Yes, but who But who? Who was a particular fan of uh, Schottenheimer in 2008? Brett Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre. Exactly. Do we see the dualities here? Do we see them? And oh, the yeah. And the other offense, Matt LaFleur, remember how he was the uh, quarterback whisperer? He whispered Zach Wilson out of a oh, career. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, uh, okay. Mike LaFleur was – you brought in a guy that was in his first year as an offensive coordinator, and you paired him with a first-year quarterback. But he was a quarterback whisperer. Yeah, but like you know, you see the. Have we see? had enough? Have we not figured out like as an organization that these quarterback whisperers are not apparently they're not whispering loud enough. They're not whispering loud enough, John. Not everyone always makes a great offensive coordinator. I'm just sorry to say that. Yeah, and you know, some of them don't pan out. It's just how I understand that. I, I'm just saying it's funny how the Jets keep going back to the same types of coaches and with the same types of reputations that because Woody Johnson never worked about winning because Woody don't care about winning I think Woody cares he just does he care about winning I don't I don't know if he cares about anything they're so rich they don't care about anything but no they do care Money. about winning they actually Money. no they bought the Jets because well no, trust me. Uh, the John, the pharmaceutical company makes them a hell of a lot more money than a sports franchise would. Chris so and Woody cannot put their heads together to run a football team. I'm sorry. If they can't collectively figure out with their billions of dollars how to hire proper people to run their football team and play for their football team, I'm not trusting them with my health. I do want to read the numbers. I just pulled these numbers up here. These were Rogers' numbers. Under Nathaniel Hackett. And okay. this is probably why he wants him here and why he's very happy to play for him. All right, Packers under Hackett went 39 and 9 in the regular season. Rodgers went on to win two MVP awards. And Rodgers averaged 4,138.7 yards with 35 touchdowns to just five interceptions a year. That was under Hackett. That tells you something. Posting a 109.2 passer rating under Nathaniel Hackett. His best under any coordinator. That's why wow. Rodgers speaks so highly of him. Okay. Okay. So if Nathaniel Hackett unlocked something that made Rodgers a better quarterback, you would not want that person to be on your – that would not be the leverage you'd want to go to someone's football team to, to be there. If, if – uh, hold on. Yeah, please. Normally, you'd be 1,000% correct. Mm -hmm. Normally. But after uh, Nathaniel Hackett leaves Green Bay and leaves Aaron Rodgers, he goes to become the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And he once again gets one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the NFL to work with. And in fact, a lot of people compare the two quarterbacks, basically saying they play the same way. Aaron Rodgers. So he went from Aaron Rodgers to Russell Wilson. And somehow, instead of unlocking Russell Wilson, he locked him up so bad that he looked worse than Zach Wilson. Not every quarterback always up. Uh, there's not many quarterbacks that aren't Aaron Rodgers that can throw the ball on the run, that can do some of the things the Russ he does with a foot. Was that he was coached by a great coach in Pete, Pete Carroll. Carroll. If Nathaniel Hackett was a great coach, Russell Wilson wouldn't have performed as badly as he did. So is it that Russell is it that Nathaniel Hackett was a great coach or was Aaron Rodgers just that special? That's the concern. I have to say a few combinations with this because let's not forget that Nathaniel Hackett had never been a head coach until he went to Denver. He had been an offensive coordinator for pretty much his entire career when he's coached. He never head coached a football team. Do you, I, I said this at the top of the broadcast. Do you know how, how different it is to be a head coach to being just an offensive coordinator? Who called You're, the plays in Denver? Yeah, Hackett. Whatever so there you go. Yeah, Hackett had a lot of control. Okay, maybe so he got that's a little my point. 
maybe too he much. He got overwhelmed. He didn't handle his – first of all, the Denver defense, which should have been gangbusters, was garbage. Well, there you go. Denver's defense stunk. Because Russell the head coach stunk. had no – yeah, the head coach had no say in the defense, no yeah. say in the special team. All he did was concentrate on offense and Russell man. Wilson. So how do you – So how? I, 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 you can't clock manage as an offensive coordinator. That's that's job number effing one. Yeah, when you become a head coach, clock management is one of the important things you have to have in crunch same time of football a, games. Same thing as an offensive coordinator because you have to know how to run a drive if you have five minutes on the clock, four minutes on the clock, two minutes on the clock, 30 seconds on the clock. Maybe it wasn't that Nathaniel Hackett was so special of a coach. Maybe it's because Aaron Rodgers was a special player who understood these things. Russell Wilson is a special player himself. Case, he might not understand clock management because well, Pete Carroll doesn't Rogers, understand clock management. And if that were the case, why would Aaron Rodgers speak so highly of him? Why would he speak so why highly did Peyton, Why did Peyton Manning speak so highly of Adam Gase? We thought Adam Gase was good. You know, it, he worked for him. Doesn't mean he worked for, yeah, he but work for everybody. Why are, but why, my point is, why are Jet fans getting excited about the same narrative over and over and because over if the Jets, over. If the Jets had a capable quarterback last year, a capable quarterback that could have won maybe three or four games last year that they didn't win, they would have been in the playoffs last year, hands down. Yeah, Zach Wilson blew a few games that he should blew about three games he should have won. If it was a competent quarterback that actually knew how to throw, was accurate with the football and could make a few big passes. Those games that he blew happened to happen. Well, the Patriot game, he should have won that game. Um, yes. that That's the main game he should have won. Yeah. After the that. Game, the Lions after, game, which was, a, well, that was a more of a defensive blunder. You gave a fourth Look, down. after that, look, after the Patriot game, Wilson should have been benched. So I blame the rest of those losses on Salah and LaFleur. And I love how LaFleur takes the axe and Salah somehow gets to say, oh, I'm fine, I'm good. Now I'm going to hire another buddy of mine. The difference between good head coaches and bad head coaches is this. Bad head coaches hire their friends. Good head coaches hire people that are just good for the job, that's whether the they effort. like them or not. And right now, that's the difference you have between the Jets and the Giants. Is Brian Dable's coaching staff filled with his best friends? No, he hires the best people that are out there that he feels are going to do the job. In fact, in fact, isn't aren't he and his defensive coordinator not all that cool personally? They just work well together. Well, last I checked, same thing was with Belichick and Robert Kraft for how many years? They never got along. They never have. See how success works. You you have to have opposite thought processes. You have to have an open mind is more like it. How about having an open mind? Yeah, I think that's the problem with Robert Sala. And that was the problem with uh, Matt Floor. That was the problem with Zach Wilson. Too close-minded. Close -minded. They were too close-minded to let Zach Wilson be anything other than a pocket passer. They were too close-minded to let Zach, Williams use, Zach Wilson use his freaking legs. They were too close-minded to understand how their quarterback worked. And then when Zach Wilson goes somewhere else, or someone else comes in and coaches this team and allows Zach Wilson to do what he knows how to do, which is you know, kind of similar to Daniel Jones's skill set of run for your life, throw the ball while running for your life, well, or exactly gain 10, Rogers 15 yards same, on the Rogers ground. The same thing. Rogers is, Rogers is a guy that likes to throw on the run. That's how Zach Wilson emulated his game from, was from Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. So I have a question. Yep. If we're going to go the route of let's get an offensive coordinator that could help quarterbacks who throw on the run and let's get Aaron Rodgers who could throw on the run and do all this on the run. Why didn't you figure out how to get the people that ran offense that goes on the run when you had a when you drafted a quarterback number two in the draft whose main game was Throwing it on the run and running for 12 or 15 yards a game. Play. Well, for the Jets this right now. This is what just freaking grinds my gears when it comes to the Jets. 
And the sad part is right now, the, the Jets are just banking all their money on Aaron Rodgers coming here. And quietly, other quarterbacks before that have come before, that shouldn't have been been taken at all have flown off the board. I and Heck, Baker Mayfield's off the board. He went to Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield's going to play for the Bucks. You know what? That's actually not a bad move. Only for one year, though. For one That's year. still not a bad move. Baker's capable. Okay. Well, um, here's Leonard Fournette's gone, so Leonard Leonard Fournette's not going to be your running back to give the football to this time. Here's the and thing. Are, are, are you ready for please. what the Jets' plan is? Because I just figured it out, and no one's going to like it. I'm hesitating right now to hear this. If they don't get Aaron Rodgers, their plan was Zach Wilson with Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator with the new weapons. And nobody wanted to tell the New York public this because if you told the New York public this, the New York public would in mass find whoever is in charge of the Jets, whether it be the Johnsons or Joe Douglas or whatever lackey they pawned off to to have the mob destroy, some, something was going to happen if you announced, well, if we don't get our target in Aaron Rodgers, we feel confident with the skills of Zach Wilson. If that came over the back page of any newspaper or the uh, front screen, home screen on your cell phone when you look at Yahoo Sports or like CBS Sports or you, you click on the ESPN and you see... Jets say if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, they're comfortable with Zach Wilson as quarterback with Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator. Nah, if you told the New York public that, the Jets have spent so long blaming in the media also Zach Wilson in their locker room, Zach Wilson. You had start Mike White shirts being allowed to be worn in the locker room. You've pretty much destroyed the confidence of this kid, which we've all figured out that eventually they're going to refeed back to the New York public Um, because they're not giving them up for any reason. Because let's be real, if they meant to do anything besides give Wilson somebody to sit behind for a couple of years, that was good. They would have signed Derek Carr. Hmm. They would have been in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Maybe then it took a flyer on Daniel Jones. In fact, I was half thinking the Jets might have done that. I, I was ha I like I didn't want to say it out loud because I didn't want to scare myself into thinking, oh God, now the Giants are gonna have to sign Jimmy Garoppolo, just like I freaking thought um at the beginning of the year last year. Well, Zach Wilson had this little bit to say all the way back in January, if the Jets were to sign a veteran quarterback during free agency. I'm going to make that dude's life hell and practice every day. That's coming from Zach Wilson. You think he's going to make Rogers's life hell every day? If Rogers I don't think you could make a man's life hell if they go on darkness retreats and take ketamine. I think it's the flip side of that. I think Rogers is going to run Wilson around and make his life hell every day until he learns how to button his yap and actually uh, mature and grow the hell up. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, no, no. That's like the drunk leading the drunk. That's like, that's like, okay, you're drunk. Okay. Uh, all right, Larry, I'm too drunk to drive. All right, I'll drive. And Larry's had five more shots than you. That's uh, that. That's literally what you're saying. It's like Aaron Rodgers telling anyone to mature. Did you really just... Think that back in your head. Wind that back a second. Aaron Rodgers will help Zach Wilson mature. This is Captain Inoc Captain Immunization who puts up his messed up feet on the the on the 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 press table. So you think Zach Wilson's going to turn into a, another Aaron Rodgers with his mentality of about immunizations and ketamines and yada yada yada? He's going to adopt that little Aaron Rodgers type of personality. I mean, he has his own very weird personality where he uh, has sex with his mother's friends, where he's made overtures at teammates' mothers. Um, Zach Wilson has his own set of problems, but. You're literally telling a clown to help 
another clown become less of a clown? Does anyone not see how bad this is? I feel like this is a match made in heaven. It might be, but for the hell of New York fans, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson, Robert Sala. Oh, yeah, and Alan Lazard's got a personality on him, too, along with Moore and uh, Mims and... Well, who knows if Moore and Mims and Corey Davis are even going to be Jets. Any of the Jets are not going to maybe cut Corey Davis, which I think they should cut him. They're gonna. And uh, what makes you think they're going to keep Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore after Elijah Moore and Mims were basically complaining about uh, not getting the ball very much? Hmm? They were complaining about not getting the ball very much. And then Zach Wilson came out and they were complaining about Zach Wilson along with the rest of the Jets team. So quite honestly, I think that disqualifies Mims and Moore from that. Yeah. Although I think Mims might end up being one of the pieces that goes from the uh, Jets deal. Maybe Elijah Moore joins him. Who knows? Maybe. But yeah. if those two are there, um, you're telling me you're going to have all these different personalities along with the uh, – what was Robert Sala's phrase? All gas, no breaks? All gas, no breaks. Exactly. Oh, that's just that's just wonderful for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, great. Well, I really, all... hope, well, I really hope for this Jets team uh, – I hope it, it, the gas doesn't – they don't have a burnout with all these uh, – combustible fuels that have settled into this jet football team. These are all combustible tanks of gas that are just one little pressure away from. Do you know what this is? Do you know what this is? I'll tell you what this is. You want to talk about all that. This is like taking diesel, mixing it with E85 and 87 regular, putting all of it in an engine because that's all you can find. And then turning on the car. Okay. What happens when you turn on that car, John? Uh, it will go boom. There you go. And now, not only will the Jets go boom, they're going to go boom with no way to rebuild. So, if this doesn't... If I'm the Jets, you want to know what my hope would be? That somehow, some way, this trade doesn't work. That Aaron Rodgers doesn't come here. And you end up with Zach Wilson starting under Nathaniel Hackett with a whole lot of new wideouts and weapons. You know, like you should have had from the first years when he was here. Yeah. Well, for the New York Jets, and I really pray, and I mean, all of New York Nation is like praying for this nightmare to be over. What's going to be the deal? What is when is Aaron Rodgers just going to be a Jet or whether he's not going to be one? And we can put this whole ugh, headache behind Jet Nation because right now I'm getting a headache just wondering what's Rodgers' decision going to be. Why was this being held up for so – why has this trade been held up for th- two to three days already from when we thought, oh, Rodgers was going to be here as of two days ago? You know, I think Jet fans should find pen pals in Green Bay. You know, I, I think you should start writing random football fans in Green Bay to ask them, how do they deal with this? When Aaron Rodgers pulls this crap every single season with his ketamine darkness retreats and immunizations, deciding where he's going to play. Next, you're going to tell me he bathes in white wine while listening to salsa music to figure out what play he's going to call. He's about as interesting a personality as Kyrie Irving. We thought we remember we compare. No, 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 no. Kyrie is a lot more sane than this. This is Kyrie's more sane than Aaron Rodgers. Yes, much more. Kyrie is actually much more well-read, well-spoken. He's involved in he's involved in politics. Gives to charities. Actually, there's actually a lot of good things. Charity either. You don't think Rodgers can give to charity? He gives. He gives back a little bit. He gives back. Okay, fine. But the point of the point I'm trying to make is. Kyrie Irving is a lot more of an educated person, it seems, than Aaron Rodgers ever could be. To this day, to this day, Kyrie Irving has not taken his bare feet and put them on the press table. To this day, Kyrie Irving never lied about his vaccination status. He actually fought vehemently to not be vaccinated and fought for what he believed in versus lying to an entire league. And he believes the earth yes, is the, flat. And he believes the damn earth is flat. And somehow he's smarter than Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, let's see, he's hosted Jeopardy. 
and he's been on Jeopardy, and they thought he was going to be the next Jeopardy host for a time. Remember that? He should have been the next Jeopardy host. Then the Jets would actually have a quarterback. I actually have to admit he was quite entertaining on Jeopardy. I actually have to give him that. He was very entertaining on Jeopardy. Look, when you have an look, you're having an idiot host an intelligence competition. <laughs> There's nothing more entertaining than that. Aaron, uh, listen, everybody will say their thing about him, and everybody's got their right to their opinion. But Aaron Rodgers isn't as dumb as people think he is. Um, he's not. He's not stupid. I don't I'm not saying people think he's dumb. I'm saying I think he's dumb. <laughs> I think he's a dumb dumb. I think he's. I think he's about like you know that lollipop, the dumb dumb. Yeah. That you walk around with, yeah. I think he also kind of sees the game also that the media tries to play, and he tries to, sh- and he likes to string them along and just kind of, you know, make them uh, think, make them uh, wander a little bit longer, just put ideas in their mind. But at the yeah, end, and then all the cards. But then, unfortunately, point. for guys like him, they run into guys like me who see through all this crap. Where he all he does is lie, manipulate situations to his best, and I guarantee you, I don't think he wants to play for the Jets. I think he still wants to be a Packer. Yeah, the Packers. you really want to know my opinion? I think he still wants to be a Packer. I think if he isn't a Packer, he's going to retire. And if they did, if they pull off that trade, the Jets, he's just gonna say bye and walk off. Well, believe me, everyone in Jet Nations is putting their biting their fingernails right now everyone's holding everyone's holding their hand right now and holding their because you right. went into this Aaron Rodgers hellscape with no backup plan no egress no eject no exit strategy no backup to the backup strategy and you didn't even resign Mike White just in case well good job Jets well, we'll see how this bites the Johnsons and Robert Sala and et cetera. We'll see how this all uh, unfolds in the if coming so, weeks or days. You know what? If this doesn't work out, at least we'll finally see the head coach and the GM both go at the same time. It'll be the first time that ever happens for the Jets. Oh, my God. To think to think how much more crazier things are things could be getting here in the in the good old Big Apple. One team is already uh, going in their direction to basically tell you we have this at our disposal, and at least we have a, a little idea of what we're doing. And then you have another team that's same old, same old. What more can we say? Well, more free agency is coming, and we will have very soon another edition of Downtown Sports. In fact, we will have our MLB and NBA top 10 to talk about at a later time. Not going to do it yet, but we will talk the preseason for major league baseball. Give you our thoughts. Who's going to be a, who's going to be uh, the team to look out for in baseball this year. And the NBA season is wrapping things up down to the last 11 games of the year. Can you believe that? You believe that? And the Knicks are still, they could still get the third seed. Maybe. Maybe they could still they do it. Cleveland, they've got to catch Cleveland. They do, but like what I'm saying is, it's mathematically possible. Who the hell would have thought? Mm-hmm. Brooklyn is barely staying in that play-in game range. Well, would have thought Brooklyn is. Brooklyn's still though in the playoff picture right now. They're still hanging in despite giving up the pieces they did. But we're going to talk about the Nets. We're going to talk about the Knicks. We'll talk all the NBA teams that are in playoff contention and. One has already clinched a playoff spot already. We're going to tell you who that is very soon. But for right now, you can listen to Downtown Sports on 23 different platforms. We're on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Fullhorn, Podbay, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict, Verbal, Castro.fm, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Podvine, Podacy, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and Podchaser. Actually, hold on. Yeah, yeah, we got to cut our outro music and we have to put this... Because it's now back to 22 different platforms. I want to say to our host platform, Anchor, Mm -hmm. um, they have merged with Spotify. So we are now being distributed by and played on Spotify. So ladies and gentlemen, 
We are now on and distributed by Spotify. Spotify for podcasters, as the full as its official name goes. So Anchor is now Spotify for podcasters, but you can still hear us through there. Still a part of Anchor, still a piece of Anchor, just not Anchor anymore. So it is down to 22 different platforms. platforms. Yep. We are downtown. Rest in peace, Anchor. Yes. Rest in peace. Thank you. We are downtown sports. We are where sports come home. For Mouth, I'm the Beast of the East, Jonathan Pariente. For Chris, for Tony, this is the Beast of the East, Jonathan Pariente, saying goodbye. We're out. Thanks for listening.